G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, something a lot of listeners have been anticipating since the changing of the guard at the Australian Christian Lobby. Last week, we were updating the new role of Martin Isles, who's stepped in onto a global platform as Chief Ministry Officer with Answers in Genesis. Well, today, our absolute privilege to introduce the new Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby. Her name is Michelle Pierce. Michelle is setting, settling into her new role in Canberra, and she is joining us. Michelle, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you. It's great to be here today. Thank you for having me. Michelle, I get to know you today, and I wonder if you know we could start off just with the fact that you know, you've had a major life change for you and your husband and your family, moving from the UK to Australia uh, what have what have you got as a, a reflection on the changes that are happening right now at ACL and for you personally? Yeah, well, I mean, my history with the Australian Christian Lobby is long. I started under when Jim Wallace was actually the managing <coughs> managing director, excuse me, <clears throat> and I remember sitting under his leadership and hearing his focus on strategy and also his heart and submission to Christ, and that just really inspired me. I think I just felt like ACL was family back when I was in my <clears throat> my early twenties. And my heart just connected to the mission of ACL. And from there, um, when uh, Lyle became the managing director that I was under him, uh, during that time, I, I started a family. And um, yeah, and and during my time under Lyle, um, I, I then went into a different role of becoming the national spokesperson for women's and children's issues. But having my family, I ended up stepping back from the, the role completely and um, I remember asking God after a period of time, God, I want to re-engage in politics. And I ended up working for a Christian member of parliament who was do- working on the same issues as the Australian Christian Lobby was. And um, it gave me that insight into parliament and how the parliamentary mechanisms work. And so, but but by time away from Australian Christian Lobby, I was still very much part of the family and um, I, I always have felt like I was. I love the mission and being able to now step back into that role is such a blessing to be able to, you know, move move this organisation forward. Um, Jim, as the chairman, has always been so Christ-centred. Even in the board, I had an opportunity to present on how we could keep um, the ACL focused on the gospel, how we could keep it Christ-centric. And I don't believe for one second that has diverted in any way from that. And you're coming to the role, and not just as someone who was once in a role as you were West Australian State Director, but you also did study along these lines too. You have a Bachelor of Arts in Public Policy. Uh, does that sort of study, uh, does that sort of foundation set you up to speak into the big issues that you're going to be doing? Yeah, I mean, back when I was studying at university, I actually started my degree in sociology. And I, while I was studying, I was thinking, well, what can I, I do that's really going to impact our nation? What, how can Christians really have a voice? 
And so I changed my degree from sociology to public policy because I thought in public policy we could really have tangible impact. And for me, that was um, different to the way the, that uh, I suppose my life was expected to go. I was very much involved in ministry. I was a youth pastor at my church. My older brothers had done Bible college and had become pastors, as was my dad a pastor. So for me, this was a, a bit of a different direction. However, uh, have, uh, as soon as I finished university, this opportunity opened up with ACL. And it was so exciting for me to be able to have influence on public policy and to actually see God work within the work that I was doing in my 20s in the Australian Christian Lobby to actually affect and change public policy because it is actually possible to change laws if you have that influence. And change is something it seems to be has been a part of you. You don't like to just sit back and watch stuff happening. Uh, you actually were leading a fight against prostitution and human trafficking back in your days when you were WA State Director uh, for ACL. Uh, I guess that sort of experience uh, in the rough and tumble of what happens when you're trying to protect, uh, say, let's just say women and children in all of that, uh, that's a pretty solid experience you've got in your background. Yeah, that's right. And that issue is still, uh, you know, different states are fighting that exact issue even now. Uh, but it's all wrapped up with the sexualization of society, with the exposure of children to online pornography, with the way that society views views women in this light. And so the, the battle is still very much on in those regards. But one thing that really encouraged me with the effect that the Australian Christian Lobby could have on, on public policy was when the embryonic stem cell cloning bill was before Parliament in Western Australia. And just at the time that the bill came before the upper house was the exact same times that new research came out in Japan, actually, that showed that this this kind of research was redundant, that you don't need to use embryos for this kind of research. And so we went straight into Parliament and briefed the politicians. We brought in experts to brief the politicians. And as a result of this move, the upper house voted against the bill. And so for me, that greatly encouraged me to, to think that, wow, just with a, a little bit of influence, getting the right information before politicians, that we could change, you know, we could stop bad legislation from progressing. And ACL hasn't changed from that focus. We go in, we try to be strategic, we be smart, well-researched, build relationships with the politicians so that we can change policy. I know a lot of our listeners will be really interested in faith foundations for the new managing director for the Australian Christian Lobby. I wonder if you can share a few thoughts from your own personal story, your, your personal Christian testimony, your experience and, and motivations for leadership in this area. Give us your, your insights here into your own personal faith journey. Yeah, sure. Well, always being inspired by... The, the, the fact that we absolutely have to change things um, and our God is a big God and that, you know, he already has the victory. So how do we walk in that victory and what's God's vision for the nation? And, you know, just when I read the Bible, when I spend time with God, I'm just so impacted by his love for me, his love for others and his love for our nation. And in John 3.16, when it says, for God so loved the world, that's why he gave his only son. He gave his only son because he loved the world. And so that through Jesus, we would be reconciled to him. And so burning in my heart is this mission of reconciliation, as we've all been called as Christians, to reconcile the world back to God. So I'm thinking, well, how does that practically outwork in our daily life? How am I personally called? How is the ACL positioned to be ministers of that reconciliation? And for us, it's in the area of politics. Uh, there are so many various ways that people do this but our mission is to do this in politics and so we have to actually believe that it's possible 
to bring his kingdom, to pray his kingdom come and his will be done and to see that outworked across our nation. So so within my heart, I, I am just so motivated by, by the love for God and by his uh, might, his power and his capacity to do miracles in this area and to see kingdom come. And that's the message of hope that I hope to bring to ACL. And of course, uh, being involved in the political uh, challenges, uh, the battles that we are going to be facing into the future. I know that some will be really heartened uh, when you have a leader with a strong faith. Uh, You've also got this dimension of pastoral leadership alongside your husband leading churches and the ethics that we hold to as Christian believers, understanding what's right and what's wrong and being able to be strong in standing up for what's right. This is a lot of juggling in some sense, but it's what shapes us, isn't it? And, and, and And I guess... I'm not going to ask you if you feel confident because undoubtedly when you're in the deep end, uh, you're going to be relying on God. So there is this Christian dimension to what you're going to be doing that means you're going to be in the deep end. You're going to be relying on the prayers of the saints, people listening to us today. Uh, You're going to be relying on those things that God has shaped you for, uh, for addressing some of the battles that are ahead. Uh, Is it a daunting thing, do you think, as you think about what's coming ahead in some of the battles you're going to be involving in? Yeah, I think if I think about my own personal capacity, it is daunting. Um, but yeah, I, I always am relying upon God and I know that he's for me, he's for us, he's for ACL and he's for this nation. And so if it's his will that he'll open the doors and he'll give me and ACL the strength to be able to fight these battles on the front lines. And um, I, I, I can't let myself be overwhelmed because I've got to keep you know, realizing and understanding who God is. Uh, because he's the one who does make the way. And so I'm always uh, encouraging my own faith to believe in who God is, reading the Bible and the numerous stories we have to encourage our faith that against, you know, insurmountable odds, uh, God still had the victory. And that's what we've got to have hope in. And Michelle, you've been living in the UK and uh, you've been looking, no doubt, at all of the things going on in Australia and you'll have been observing a deterioration from some of those foundations uh, that have formed us as uh, a great foundation on a lot of good Christian values. Uh, Those things are changing dramatically. But in the UK, things have been changing dramatically as well. And in fact, in some things, uh, I guess uh, they're way even ahead of uh, some of the things changing in Australia. Uh, What about this experience in the UK and then coming back home to Australia and now you're seeing what's been happening here? Does having that experience in the UK uh, give you an extra dimension too to what's ahead here? It's interesting. The the boroughs are quite different in terms of where you live in the UK and what you experience on a day-to-day basis. My kids were in a, a Church of England school and yes, there's elements of the Church of England that have become quite woke. Um, However, we felt quite protected from that within our school community and also we were very focused on building the church. Um, However, what has really impacted me from being away from Australia for five years and then coming back is it's almost like I was taken out and then I, I, I haven't been involved in Australian politics or culture for five years. I come back and to me it was it was a big shock, honestly, to see how um, how far our nation has progressed on the left agenda, uh, how aggressive the push has become. The things that we were warning the nation about during the same-sex marriage debate five years ago, we're now seeing the consequences of that today. Um, I'm seeing, I'm talking to friends who have children within the schools, every single public school 
that my, my friends have their kids in uh, having children going through this gender confusion and it's just really sad. Um, I was sitting around with all of our state directors from around the nation and they're telling me what's been happening in the last five years, one person after the next person and, and my heart was grieved. It's, it's really terrible, it's tragic what's happening in, through you know, policy and through the laws all across our nation. And so it's just really stirred me and given me this determination that we absolutely have to turn this around. We've got no choice um, to do this. And, um, yeah, we have to just work together to get this done from the grassroots right up into us working directly into Parliament. As you say, a left agenda, and that's affecting the whole of the Western world. And uh, here in Australia, while we just think it's just day-to-day things getting a little bit worse, well, it's incrementally getting worse, and I guess uh, some are actually observing that our left agenda movement actually is worse than some places like the UK, even the US. Hey, let me ask you about uh, the future, because, as you say, sitting around uh, with your team of state directors, who are a fabulous team, I already know lots of them, uh, but uh, what sort of vision have you got going forward now into the future, taking the reins now for the Australian Christian Lobby? Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the state directors, the state field coordinators who are working with the grassroots are doing an absolutely incredible job fighting on the front lines on a lot of these battles. Uh, I'll just be looking at how we can really sharpen that edge into parliament to make sure that we are really building those effective relationships, that we have a, um, a detailed strategy as to how we can affect change on all the key issues at the moment with being abortion and religious freedoms, online pornography uh, and the, the gender issues as well, how we can wind those back And uh, I really believe with good thinking, with uh, godly wisdom, that we can create a strategy that incrementally, like you said, incrementally it's got worse. Well, incrementally it can get better. Um, But we need a strategy to do this. And so that's been my focus in talking with the state directors in how we can sharpen this edge into parliament to see ultimately see policies either reversed, halted or changed. And uh, you are into the deep end straight away. Uh, You're finding your feet as the leader. But this coming Thursday, uh, you're right into the fray. You'll be appearing uh, before the Senate Committee inquiry on failed abortions. Uh, Give us a little insight here. Uh, What are you doing this Thursday and how meaningful is this? Yeah, well, we're appearing before a Senate inquiry and I'll be the first one to speak at 9am on Thursday morning. Uh, about uh, before a Senate inquiry, he's looking into babies who have survived failed abortions. This is terribly uh, tragic that even these late-term abortions take place in the in in the, in the first place. And uh, it's it's interesting because when I worked for a Christian member of Parliament in Western Australia, I worked on this issue for two years. I actually worked with with um, Parliament to create a private members bill on this exact issue. Um, it hasn't gone away. There's there, It's a tragic amount of babies that are, are dying after being left to die after the failed abortion. This is terrible injustice. Uh, but this is also much broader uh, than just this issue. Um, uh, the babies are surviving because late-term abortions are legal in most states in Australia. Uh, but we have, to, we have to wind this back. And the very first thing we've got to do is make sure these babies who survive failed abortions are given every medical intervention that they can to save their lives. Uh, you'll be in the deep end and there are challenging times ahead. But let me just encourage listeners, let me be the one to say that the support base 
for ACL has grown dramatically over previous years and that's because people have recognised that there is a crisis time in Australia as changes have moved away from those things that we would understand of people being valuable because they're created in the image and likeness of God. That makes a big change uh, to the way that we see things as Christians, as we observe truth and as we see the way we can protect men, women and children, the family. Uh, Let me just point listeners to how you can continue your support for the Australian Christian Lobby. Wonderful to be able to meet today the new Managing Director of the ACL. Her name is Michelle Pierce, and you can connect with Michelle through the ACL website acl.org.au that's acl.org.au you're going to hear lots from Michelle in the times to come and Michelle uh, have you got a you know a special Facebook account uh, can people follow you on Twitter are all these things just about to be launched in a big way how else can listeners connect with you Yes, at the moment, we have just set up an Instagram at Michelle Pierce ACL, but please follow the ACL Lobby um, uh, Instagram page for everything you need to be a voice for values in our nation. Okay, so uh, find Michelle on Instagram, connect with the Australian Christian Lobby at acl.org.au. Undoubtedly, there'll be great resources there. Uh, There'll be articles, there'll be news updates where you can be informed as to the changes that are happening in Australia right now. Michelle Pierce, uh, what a privilege it is. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your story, a little bit of your background, a bit of those things that motivate you. Thanks for sharing those with listeners today on 2020. Thank you for having me. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.